tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Chasing down in pain. Look at Ooh, they're coming down in pairs. I thought it was chasing teddy bears. This is JB's choice been of music. Been a while music. since I've heard the song, folks. But seriously, look it up. Bananas in pajamas. Classic. Classic um, show, according to is. JB. Yeah, it Zimmerman. is. I, hey, I stand by bananas in pajamas. <laughs> Um, Was not my top choice as a child. Again, you did not click the the wrong podcast. This is the Limitless After Buzz (laughs) TV After Show. Uh, We're doing episode 13, Stop Me Before I Hug Again. Um, And probably stop the bananas from coming down the stairs in in pajamas again. Um, (laughs) I'm your host, JB. You can find me at Hey John Blake on social media everywhere. Amanda, are I'm you? back. I'm back. You well, I've been back. back for two weeks, but you weren't you here have, last time. You're you never going to get all three of us together ever again. We're missing Frank this week. He's out sick, <laughs> unfortunately. But uh, we wish him a, a speedy recovery. Yes, please, please come back. Um, and you can find me at Amanda FTA31 Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Nice. Still nice. using Facebook. Good stuff. Keep it alive. I'm gonna be like it's, 80 and still be like I'm think, on the Facebook. <laughs> I think Facebook is really uh, you're carrying it. On your back. Basically. Actually, no, Mark Zuckerberg emails me every day. He's like, thank you He's for like, keeping it alive. Seriously, it's all, it's all you. It's all you. <laughs> Actually, it's not. I don't know, like, what, is that a thing? Is, like, not having Facebook cool with oh, the yeah. kids? Oh, yeah. My younger cousins, I have, like, 14, 15, 16-year-old cousins, and they're, like, I, I can uh, ask them, I'm like, do you guys, are you on Facebook? Do you want to be on Facebook? And they're like, nah, it's not cool anymore. It's all about Instagram. And all that kind of stuff. Right. Twitter. Interesting. Well, it's yeah. very interesting. I mean, believe me, we could talk for days about that. I'm but, social media. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the show. We start <laughs> off with a very gruesome murder of a mm-hmm. girl. She's, you know, stabbed, choked, blood everywhere. Uh, very with the times with this whole new, like, murder crime trend I feel like we're getting into in TV. Um, you know, obviously we have that we have the Jinx, we have Making a Murderer, OJ Simpson's coming out soon. Things are getting dark. We're starting twenty sixteen on a little bit of a of a different note. I think people are really not interested so in that bananas right now. in pajamas. Not so here. bananas in pajamas, but keep it to uh, Brian or trust Brian to make it exactly. lighthearted and fun. Again, like you, he's carrying that on his back. He's bringing uh, the childish humor sort of with it. Mm-hmm. Um, How do you feel about that throughout I, the episode? I mean, kind I, of. Child washed. I don't know if that's a word or a phrase. I loved it because I I will always love Brian's charm in the way that he he kind of has a lighthearted way about doing everything. I think that's what keeps the show interesting for me anyway. But it was interesting to see in that first scene when he's looking at the bed to see how devastated he was and almost shocked. Because if you think about it, he's never really seen stuff like this before. 
you know, he's all he's all new to this this type of FBI stuff, and so I think seeing someone on the bed like that with blood and just so like obviously you can see what had happened to her. That first moment was so interesting for me because he was like, "What? Like, what is going on?" And that's what made him go into his subconscious. Right. I mean, he was you know? very out of his element, which makes yeah. sense because he's not trained for this. I mean, at all. He's so smart. Oftentimes, even I forget that he's just like a normal person that. Yeah. You know, it's taking a super smart pill so he can figure out like, the clues and kind of uh, solve the cases. But he is not conditioned even remotely for, yeah. like, seeing dead people. And I feel like as an audience member, we forget things like that because you're like, oh, when you watch these type of shows, you're like, that'd be so awesome to be part of the FBI. That's That'd be so great. I'd love that job. But you don't think about how it affects you in a negative way. I mean, just seeing that type of stuff. I mean, Rebecca and Boyle seem pretty pretty okay, but they've been doing it for years. Yeah. Absolutely. It, was, it reminds me that I do not want to be an FBI agent. Yeah. As much as I think no, I mean, do. yeah, as much as, again, yeah, it is such a, a helpful thing for society, mm-hmm. it is so hard on, you know, your inner psyche. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why there is a lot of psychiatry that goes on behind the scenes. Yep. You know, they definitely need, you know, help mentally to deal with all that. It's I'm, such I'm a sure. big burden. Um, and, so was, and, that was just a great moment, I thought. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I. Thank you for bringing that up because you know a lot of times TV shows and stuff can can glamorize those kind of jobs like mm-hmm. saving the world like one bad guy at a time. Mm-hmm. But you know that's really intense. Like if you do have to use your weapon, and even if it is to save someone's life, yep. you still have to carry that on. Like mm-hmm. you, if you do hurt or kill someone, like Absolutely. you have to live with that, which Absolutely. is super tough. And you have to see you know people dead on a bed. Yeah, exactly. Which I, I don't mean, even like looking at on TV, so how would I be able to handle it in real life? <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, and, and you know, even more so, it's sort of that's their day job. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's not just, you know, obviously that's a, a bad day. There's good and bad. But I think that having to deal with that all the time is mm-hmm. what really makes it tough. Even if you do develop a very hard skin, right. you know, that's sort of a constant thing that you can never get out of while doing that profession. So uh, exactly. again, a tribute to everybody that does do that. Thank you. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I could handle it. It's, it takes an enormous amount of, of strength physically and mentally to, to take that. I think. So let's talk about the subconscious Props. now, because that's way more Props. fun than what we just... We just went down yeah, a dark no, path. <laughs> I, no, so, I mean, I, I just thought it was such a creative way that they, they handled that for the character, right. Brian, that made sense. You know, um... They definitely took it to an extreme with, you know, the psychedelic color book colors. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the dinosaur triceratops that it was perfect. That he is befriending. That was his subconscious. And please don't tell me they didn't get inspiration from that from Inside Out. Because it reminded me so much of the Disney Pixar movie Inside Out. I from, mean, I, they, you know? yeah, they definitely they definitely take a lot of uh, cues from from movies and pop culture, which yeah. I think is is good because it's done in a good way. You know, they, of course. Um, you know, obviously, there's some some a massive Barney reference. I can stop thinking about that, but you know, <laughs> when they the bed was just a little right. bit higher than he was, it just it was great. It was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, they kind of use that tool to tell the the story throughout. It got a little complicated for me. I mean, I appreciate them sticking with it. Right. But it did, I mean, just because there's so many 
you know, cuddling and tickling and, and unicorns and candy and well, and, at first, you know, and I will, and I will, cream. I will fully admit this. And please let us know if you guys believe this like I did, or if I'm just crazy. But when they first were talking about the tickling, I thought that was maybe his serial killer, like weird fetish that he had. Just the tickling part. Right. Once they got into the hugging, and I understood what was going on. But in the in the very beginning, when when he was like, and then they went and found the bones to his fingers, I. I was kind of like, wait a second, that right. that's off. But right before that, I was like, oh yeah, 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 that makes sense. That must be like his thing. He tickles people. <laughs> hey, now that I'm saying it, it sounds really people, stupid. But this know. is this is the show gets me. They make me believe things <laughs> I never thought I'd believe. So um, yeah, no, I thought it was great how they did that. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess it, maybe it's just me that I'm desensitized watching all these like murder shows on the side that yeah. I come to this and I'm like, wait, what actually happened? <laughs> <laughs> did he kill her? Did he stab her? What? Did, what? Um, but you know, I guess if you watched it more, I, I bet they do sort of stay consistent because they use the same keywords. Yeah. Um, so it was nice that they just sort of changed it in Brian's mind. Right. Um, and I like how they kind of play that perspective all the time of of we are in Brian's mind on NCT um, throughout, which is very and they cool. even put a subtitle that said "scary words equal fun words." So I really should have gotten. Yes, there was. I mean, really, they, they tired, put the text up on the screen. They put. They literally put it right in front of my face. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, another thing that was sort of behind, like on the screen, but a little bit hidden, um, are one of our fans um, at Vern's Views. I want to shout out to you because you did notice this as well. They had a, in in the first bedroom scene with the with the dinosaur. Mm-hmm. He put up a photo of Rebecca like Crazy. above the bedroom which was very interesting not just because you know obviously she's she's a friend i think that foreshadows maybe that she would be more than that really. yeah i mean we always talk about them um was it team brecca yeah how we want them to be together but i actually i wrote in my notes that this was the first episode that I kind of was getting a brother sister vibe from them, especially mm. on the road trip when they were packing. It just kind of and like when they were when they were first in the in the conference room when Mister David is it Engler, right? Yeah, when he uh, came in, Angleton, Angleton, Engler. When he came in and he Englander. kind of thank you, Englander, and he yeah. was talking and and Brian was on his phone. She kind of looked at him, just kind of like kind of like I would to my younger brother if he was doing something kind of childish. Right. Just kind of like. Come on. So, I, I don't know. I, as much as I always... I want them to end up together, today I was getting a vibe of, like, little little brother, little, like, sister. Fair enough. We, I mean, again, yeah. you know, I am no, I'm not in a rush for that to happen. I, I, I like them both, so it's like I wouldn't be, like, quit watching the show if they got together. But, yeah. you know, I like them separately, and I think it would yeah. really change the dynamic of the show... If they were, if it was like a romantic relationship thing too, they might wait on. until the very end of the show. We could do that. We'll hear the show gets canceled, and then they'll get together. <laughs> yeah, just always use After it as, seven as a plan seasons. B, writers. <laughs> um, but never the plan A. Exactly. But yeah, because I, you know, I want new characters. So last week we got, you know, obviously Bradley Cooper, always welcome. Um, <laughs> but Piper. Yeah. I'm a big fan of her. I think you and I Frank think, both. Th- well, she's you very loved her. I, I am. And I Brian am seems to have a thing for those blondes with the shorter hair. He's a smart man. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, let's, let's let's talk about um, 
the brother and sister, Brecca, Bro-Ecca, I guess. Bro-Ecca. Yeah, they uh, they go to Quantico. He c- convinces Nas that it's a good idea, that they right. can kind of take a little road trip to the Behavioral Analysis Center, uh, which is, you know, a mouthful. Um, I I'm wonder, I sort of, again, wonder why, what was in there. I mean, he filled the, the cases with kittens and lollipops, but... Uh, it must be guns and DNA. I don't know about DNA. Maybe the blood stain. I don't know. I don't want to think about it. Um, yeah, I mean, it was probably pretty gruesome. I, my guess is it was like maybe human body parts or something, like anatomy type stuff. Great. Uh, very sciencey, but some people are into that kind of thing. Great. Yeah, totally. You wish you would have to seen that over own. the lollipops? I'm just curious. I wish it like maybe did like a flash of what it was. Then they changed into okay. cute kittens playing with with toys. Um, but yeah, but that I, really wasn't the point of the story. True. No, that's I, true. you know it was. I don't know. I like how they do different themes every week, and there's different yeah. different wacky things going on. Yeah, I mean, speaking of the, the childish theme, I do like how they kind of kept that going, even sort of on the sidelines with his presentation. Right. Um, later on, he had like literally like child elementary school poster board presentations with like construction paper cutouts. It made me so nostalgic. Yeah. I used to love those I wonder if they even made, they probably don't. Like, I mean, even not funny that they made Nas's character say like, Brian, you know, we have PowerPoint. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, kids probably use PowerPoint. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, it is an intuitive program. It, It seems sort of counteractive that they would do that. They would not do that. Yeah. Like, but the thing so is, I was thinking about it, it, I'm like, that used to take me so much time to do, but when he's on NZT, it probably takes three minutes. Right. To make one of those cardboard things. Well, yeah, I mean, he could probably cut, like, a perfect shape with his eyes. Like, Which I could never do. Yeah, oh, God. It was a mess. Um, it yeah, I'm not, not a, a paper mache is not my bag. My mom always taught me, she was like, if you just keep, if you just keep cutting in weird angles, people will think you're creative, and that will help you in life. I can, I can make a paper snowflake like a pro. I will say that. I will say that. (laughs) Um, but yeah, again, sort of, as they're going on the the road trip, Rebecca is asking about Amora. Mm -hmm. You know, we just came off of the episode, you know, involving a lot of him, so she is really kind of... Taking on a side project. Really curious about what's going on. She's... She's smart. Yeah, she's super smart. Um, she's almost too smart for her own good, but... It's interesting seeing how he's on NZT, and he's, you know, ridiculously smart when he's on NZT, but then she she really keeps up with him. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know? that's just... A huge... And it's always her when, he, when he's like, and then it, you know, then it was... And she'll, like, come up with the answer. She's just... She's very smart. Yeah, she is whip smart. smart. I mean, she is li- just below um, Brian, which again yeah. I think it is cool to legitimize that job. Like you yeah. have, you should be a really smart person to be dealing with that kind of right. Of thing. course, like I would, if heaven forbid ever something happened where I would need an FBI like you know team, I would want Rebecca on that team. Of course, you would. Why not? Not also because she's hot. Not, I mean, that would help, obviously. It's a notable bonus. So your team would be Piper, Rebecca, and maybe his first girlfriend. Um, yeah, I mean, we could throw Brian. If Brian's on NZT, he can join the team. Yeah. Um, I mean, Doyle's pretty good, too. He's got, like, the, you know, the, the army background if, if things go down. He's my favorite. Um, I love him. But, no, I would def- I would heavily try to recor- recruit the Limitless team. 
hundred percent. Okay, good to know. Just in case they are, they are good at their jobs. I'm just saying they are good at their jobs. They this guy, but they're in New York, you know. We're in LA, so <laughs> you'd have well, to fly them out. Road a huge trip, deal. road trip again, <laughs> road trip two. Oh my gosh! Uh, but yeah, so they they finally land at their their road trip. Um, they you know go through the cases, saw some stuff. He he gets a book as a gift from Englander. Um, starts to give that a read on the way back and instantly sort of finds some questions. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting because, you know, to get published is no easy task. Like, I'm sure. Also to to go through all of the whatever appeal process that the one prisoner did. did. Um, Hannon? Hannon, I think, uh, was his name. He must have gone through a lot. I mean, he was basically brainwashed to believe that he did commit this crime. Right. Even though he wasn't physically able to to do that. Um, which is crazy. I mean, I wish they... It was so interesting how they sort of created real-life inception oh, with yeah. science. Um, I would love to, to know more about that. I mean, yeah, I, that's when it started going over my head, and yeah. I felt like I was watching Inception again, the movie, which I absolutely love that movie, but... It was, it was, there were so many scientific words. Yeah. It was very... It got complex It got a little quickly, complex. Pretty quickly. It got a little over my head. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I appreciate expect. it, and it's cool, but once he, when he was doing the thing with the mouse, and he had the, the light stick and everything, yeah. I was like, what the, I mean, the light, uh, it was kind of a, a perfect dynamic of being, like, so far intellectual, yeah. but also, like, bringing it back to, like, those toys that used to play, like, sharper image yeah. like that, with that light And that's what I love about hair. Brian is he's, you know, when he's on ZenZT, he's so smart, yet he keeps his Brian charisma always, you know? It was even when he was in his apartment and he was getting ready. I mean, in the morning, he makes himself, like, two eggs. Wouldn't you think, if I were on NZT, I'd be like... I guess he's not on NCT in the morning, but I'd be right. like, listen, I'm going to make myself a gourmet meal because I know how. You, do you know what I mean? Right. And you, but I, I guess mean, he's not in, on it in the morning, but it's just interesting that he, he keeps it simple, you know? Right. Well, yeah, so, I mean, he is such a, a down-to-earth, like, humble guy at heart, which is oh, why, yeah. you know, that balance really does work. I mean, he, it's like... perfect. He just wants to smoke weed all day. Like, pretty you humble. Really? Like, well, you know. and that brings up my next question about this that I had written down. What... I mean, he is going over all these cases, going through so many files day to day. You know, it's probably interesting to figure this stuff out, but do we think he's ever going to get bored or tired of it? Or have a, have some type of, like, realization that, you know, it's just going to be day in and day out. It's never going to go away. You're always going to have another case to solve. You're always going to be looking through thousands of files. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it definitely seems monotonous, that job, yeah. you know, is, it's sort of like being a mailman, it never ends, yeah. like it's a constant, you know, flux of And when you start going, day. I'm on NZT, I can do whatever I want, let's do something awesome, you right. know, instead of, I mean, this is cool, but when do you so, okay, I'm looking through a million files a day and like figuring out cases. Right. I'm I mean, just saying, I'm just saying. That, it could happen, it definitely could, I feel like he... Because, you know, he was an artist with his music, mm-hmm. he is sort of someone that, that wants to be good at something, right. you know, great. He wants to be great right. at something. Right. And since he is great at helping people and he can use that power, you know, he is liking it. I, mean, th- I think it's giving him a lot of reasons to stay. 
I'm just putting it out there. Totally. Would you get bored if you were doing that? I think, yeah. <laughs> I think I would get bored just of looking at a zillion files all the time. Right. Like, does does NZT make that joyful? Do you know, or does it make it interesting or so compelling that you want to keep doing it? Or is it still a job? Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I do. I do. That's do a very what, good question. Do you know what I mean? Like, very good like question. even if I was super, super smart and I was a doctor and, you know, it, I don't know. But the doctor, you're helping people on a day-to-day basis and you're, you know, but if you're doing research or something like that, I mean, I guess some people just love that. Right. But is Brian the guy that loves that? Is you know Brian what I mean? Guy. Well, I think NZT He's not really helps. an intellectual yeah. guy. The I'm, drug makes him intellectual. It does. But, I mean, I think innately Brian likes that, too. It's like sort of, it's like, you know, he's like a puzzle person. Yeah. Even if it was maybe before NZT, it's like, a, you know, a four-piece puzzle is his game. Right. But, right. but, you know, I think he gets a lot of satisfaction from solving things. And yeah. more, I mean, my view of NZT is it's not so much enjoying the process, but sort of, you know, th- that your mind works so quickly. It's like just your normal, you just do it. You just do it. Yeah. It's okay. not like, um, maybe it's just not hard because you can sort of always see answers. You can always see the way Different to go. Angles. Okay. But I don't know. I'm not no. that passionate with my statement. I just had to bring Fair it up. Enough. Totally. It was well, bugging it's interesting. me. It's interesting. I, I, yeah. I mean, there's so much uh, at the core of this show, which is cool. I mean, it is it is a procedural. It's also, you know, a comedy, I would say. But it, it's such an interesting concept. Yeah. That there's, like, always stuff that, like, continues to fascinate me. Like, how does he react to doing office work all the time? Like, yeah. You know, does he get, would he get physically tired from sifting through an entire library of papers? Like, that would take, you know, a lot of effort to flip through that many pages. But you're right. If if it doesn't take effort and it's really just, he just does it, okay. Yeah, crazy. Okay, we can move on. Um, Had to put it out there. Totally. No, good (laughs) good points. But moving on, um, back to to Eddie Moore, because, you know, I think once he... Figures out all the uh, the polygraph stuff. He's still kind of hung up on on this prisoner guy until he figures out this whole brain manipulation. Mm-hmm. Then we go through the classic procedural stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not the doctor. We'll, we'll question him. Um, kind of throw out the billionaire guy and the billionaire son as like, that came know, up pretty quickly. Um, and again, then they kind of resolved it pretty quickly, right? Yeah. But, yeah. but, I mean, you know, you need Can't some some throwaway details. Um, because, you know, again, Mora is... I What I think, and, and hopefully I speak for Frank with saying that that's the most interesting, big storyline stuff that comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Sands gives uh, a call to, to Brian and he says, like, hey, we, we're going to have to swap this evidence. Rebecca's getting too close. I mean, that's sort of why they allow Brian to be in the FBI in the first place, is to make sure that that type of stuff can be avoided. Mm-hmm. Um, so they give him the the jacket, NZT, DNA free, um, but Sans clearly not in the NZT because yeah. he misses a major detail. I mean, it's like a you know fingernail scratch on one of the buttons, but enough for Rebecca to notice. Of course. Um, and his subconscious thinks that he wanted her to notice. Yes. And I do, too. I you know, I think so, too. I think that he... It's sort of an organic way that Brian can 
you know, kind of bridge the gap between the inevitable. I mean, mm-hmm. we're going down a road where it's like literally going to be Eddie, Mora, or Rebecca. Like, you oh, know, yeah. I mean, they are set up on opposite sides, have been from the get go. It's just a matter of time before, you know, something either of them wants to pursue sort of a conflict. And I think he wants them to, he wants her to figure it out. But he wants her to figure out in a way that it seems as though he did everything humanly possible to make exactly. sure she didn't figure it out. Exactly. Because technically, Eddie Moore could kind of blame Sans for this. Yeah, no, it you would know, definitely Brian didn't come do anything down wrong. Yeah, uh, so, Brian did exactly as he was told. Exactly. I mean, um, the fact that he noticed the button thing was was you know not on him. I, I wouldn't blame Brian for not because, you know, mm-hmm. he was planting evidence in place like he was not allowed to be. Mm-hmm. Time is limited. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not his job to inspect every piece of evidence, especially when it's something he obviously does not want to do, like mm-hmm. breaking the law. Well, and one thing I noticed, and I have to point this out, when when the guy went in to go to swipe his card to go in to look for the evidence, and then he had to try to get out, and he was locked in, and he tried to swipe out, Right. whoever has to swipe out of a locked room like that? They don't, you don't have to do that because in case there are malfunctions, you right, can get you out. Right, you can get out, yeah. Just, um, just, I just, true, true. I don't know why I notice these things, but this is the type of stuff I notice. Yeah. I'm like, why would he have to swipe <laughs> to get out of the room that he's already in? But yeah, I guess yeah. it makes for a good story. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it allowed him to get stuck, so it was out of necessity. Right. One, I mean, as long as we're poking potholes, I will have to say... <laughs> I was a little surprised that Brian just had the keys to, you know, the the entire evidence room and and locked door. I don't know how he got those. But with NCT, I guess you could just say he saw NCT. Yeah, just... He can just figure... He he can just figure anything out. Uh, Well, no, I mean, they mentioned pick lock, picking locks. You know, I'm surprised that they didn't do, like, a quick... I mean, it would have taken more screen time, obviously, but... Mm -hmm. They could have had him quickly pick the locks for everything. Yeah, and I think this could episode have set they off were... some alarms, but whatever. I mean, yeah. I would have, I would have appreciated that more than just oh, let me just use my keys to the room. That's, you want a little more that's action? That's off limits for me. <laughs> you want a little more action? A little bit, a little bit more crossing the T's and dotting. But the you could tell, but, yeah, you could yeah. tell that they, you know, from thinking about it. From a logistics standpoint, you could tell that they were buying for time. They, or right. they needed more time. Well, yeah, I mean, again, it's not supposed they were, to be... They were it, cramming it, a yeah. lot into it, this It's one. not meant to be, like, a perfectly accurate show, so I'm I'm fine with it, but... Um, <laughs> still, would have would have preferred a little pick-locking action. Just me. Uh, <laughs> CBS. Well, CBS... Hear that? <laughs> please note... That JB wants more action. Exactly. More more accuracy. With well, I mean just you when you can use his skills in kind of a meaningful way, I think we yeah. we should try to do so. I yeah. mean they, for for the most part they definitely do. Yeah. And that's why I I like this show because it's constantly creative. Like this whole episode was like nothing we've really ever seen before. So that was pretty cool. It, they must be having so much fun. That's what I keep thinking. Just everyone who works on the show. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's it seems like a very fun show. The actors definitely have fun, and that's why you know we've mentioned this a bunch of times. It's fun to watch them because they are having fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I do have a question for you though. Mm-hmm. We talked about how Brian kind of sabotaged the evidence. Would you do that? I mean, being in Brian's place, he's obviously kind of between a rock and a hard place mm-hmm. with with Eddie Moore on one side mm-hmm. and Rebecca on the other. 
would you let that go? Would you play it safe and, and you know, spend an extra two seconds, as they said, to kind of make that button correct? No, I really honestly think that his subconscious is right and he is trying to have Rebecca figure out what is going on without him getting in trouble. Right. Because he knows that if he does anything to let her know what's going on, he's he's screwed. So he basically is trying, you know, his subconscious is trying to make him have her figured out in a way that he will not get in trouble or he will not get blamed. That's what he's trying to make happen. And I right. think that's what I would want to happen for me, too. Because he's trying to get... And it's so interesting at the end when he says, you know, that he he's protecting his family, he's protecting Rebecca. I mean, he... He really wants to get out of the situation. Right. But I mean, it's there not is a no, good situation. There's no way oh. out directly. It's got to be some weird, you know, path. Yeah. Which he's going to figure Shades out. Shades of gray, for sure. But Definitely. no, I, I absolutely agree with you. I Definitely. Think but that, yes, I would do it. Yes. You know, Rebecca has shown no reason to, you know, distrust her at all. She's always been, like, probably the most just character that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um... And Eddie Mora, you know, hasn't been, really. Like, he's he's kind of sketchy. Well, yeah. He's shrouded in mystery. Kind of sketchy. I mean, especially after our last episode. Yeah. Who I mean, can I we mean, trust? I don't know. I'm Team Piper, I think, now. I've defected. Of course you are. Well. Of course you are. She's innocent. <laughs> I mean, I'm I think insane. she's going to come back. I think she's going to come back. I hope she does. I really hope she does, Amanda. I know. You and Frank both. <laughs> Um, what about what about my? Well, candy? yeah. Who, Where does who that would you like to come back? Can Rebecca have it? I think Casey was fine, but he's pretty dead. So, yep. Um, I, I think he's. Uh, I think Rebecca should have a new love interest. Ooh, interesting. Nice I mean, I guess I got. I have Boyle. He's an attractive person. He's yeah. He's very good. <laughs> I mean, he he's like a hero. That's true. He's a hero. Um, but yeah, but yeah, Rebecca, yeah, I mean, Rebecca should have a new love interest. Definitely killed Casey. So you know, he's pretty that. dead. There's that. Pretty. I mean, it's, I TV, mean it's TV. He could as always much come as, back. As much as, you know, being shot in the eyeball will kill you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's make some predictions. Let's do it. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Yeah, so, I mean, what do you think is going to happen in this? I mean, as we enter sort of the next... Half of the first season. Uh, I think Rebecca's going to keep getting closer and closer. I think there's going to be some type of weird path to get her there. It's not going to be very straightforward. It's going to be very convoluted. And hopefully it's going to keep Brian in the clear. We hope. Um, I think definitely Brian's family is going to come back into it at some point, And we're going to see more of that dynamic. Um, I think... I don't know if I think him and Rebecca are going to get together by the end of the season. I think I might have predicted that a few weeks ago. But I think... I think they're kind of straying away from that. It might happen by the end of the show, but definitely right. I don't think the end of the season anymore. Um, and, yeah, I think we're also, I don't know, I think we're also going to start seeing some more more moral issues with Brian and, like, the different things that he's doing and um, and how he, and how he feels about, like, all the sketchy things he has to do. And I, I think there's really going to be some pivotal moment where he has to decide, like, morally what to do. Right. For sure. Absolutely. I mean, I definitely see Rebecca staying on Eddie Mora's coat, uh, you know, track. For sure. Um, I I think she's going to raise some some questions about this button situation, mm-hmm. and I think Brian's going to be forced to kind of cover it somehow. Maybe he will mm-hmm. still be, you know, somewhat sloppy and not in a way that gets him in trouble, mm-hmm. but you know, in a 
smart way that sort of allows the truth to come, uh, you know, to uh, to Rebecca's realization. Yep. And yep. Yeah, you know, because they were together, they've got a really good dynamic. I I would say the same that you know they're not going to get into a romantic relationship at least by the end of the season because I yeah. hope that it focuses sort of on the work on the FBI stuff that they do. Yep. Hopefully Brian's family comes back, and hopefully Brian gets um, involved romantically with Piper. I'd support that, because then we can get more Piper in the mix. And, I feel like Frank is probably live-tweeting you know, right now from his sickbed, like, be, yes, Frank, good. I yes, think everybody JB. would win, really, if we brought <laughs> Piper back. Uh, well, let us so. know what you think. Everybody tweet, let us know. Yeah. Who wants Piper back? I'm, I'm Team Piper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Team... Rebecca. Bri- 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 um, I at this point, I think that she's sort of out of the picture completely because it's like I agree. She doesn't really have a reason. Plus, it's it's just more awkwardness within the characters that already exist. Right. right. Um, Agreed. So Agreed. again, new people or Piper, whatever. You know. You are just all about the new ladies <laughs> on the show. What, it's cool because I mean, we were talking That's about it's about. not just because she's blonde and very attractive. I mean, it's partially that, but. It's also because she's, you know, another, like, equal adversary. You know, we've been Mm -hmm. talking a lot. Obviously, we're hoping for Robert De Niro to kind of make an appearance. But, you know, that's kind of a tall ask. (laughs) Um, You know, I I want someone that's sort of of that equal mind. You know, something that causes Eddie Mora to have problems. Something that can't be easily solved by Brian. I mean, he... Handles these. Right. He was reading the book. He didn't even get like halfway through, and he already figured out that it was like completely wrong. Right. Like in the car, he was reading that. Right. So you want something that's bigger than that? Yeah. I, I would. I love sort of the the bigger story elements that are like so impossibly large that it takes you know multiple minds to, to figure, figure it out. out. And see, I'm all about the morality. I like. I like when he has like real tests of his morality. Because nice. I've seen so many times where he looks like he's about to. Like, really do something evil. And then he has, he's never done it. And Frank and I talked about this last week that, you know, that's why we like him. And that's, and it's good to see that type of character on TV because right now with TV, everything's so dark and whatever. But I don't know. I just, I love that aspect. Nice. Well, it's very dynamic. It is, it's definitely got the thrills. And before we go, he got his headquarters. He did. Did we not talk about that? He did. Whoa. With the lights congrats, and everything. Congrats, congrats. So congrats, Brian, Brian to your headquarters. <laughs> he deserved it. It's a little Christmas present. Um, I loved it. Very cool, very cool. Well, yeah, we will see more of Brian and his headquarters next week. Uh, till then, where can they find you? Amanda? Everyone find me at AmandaFTA31. Nice. And you can find me at hey John Blake. Thanks for watching, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.